This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Listen, all you New Yorkers. You Taxi. Okay, we're looking around. This is the 77 WABC minicast. The top nonfiction author out there. He has done more than 19 million books sold. That's incredible. His latest big bestseller is Killing the Witches. And of course, you can hear him every weeknight here on WABC Radio Common Sense with Bill O'Reilly. Uh, Bill, great to have you here. You, you wrote um, some really powerful stuff about going after these college campuses. Of course, now we know, uh, Bill, that you pen the president's, uh, she's out. What about the others, right? Well, I think you step back and say that most universities in this country are not diverse at all. You have to start when you, when you analyze higher education with the truth. So there are some, not where we live in New York State, certainly not, but around the country there are some that, try to have a balanced faculty and administration and board of trustees to bring in a, an environment that uh, students can uh, prosper. That's what they're there for. But most don't. And they're loaded up with um, progressive instructors and administrators. Um, the progressive groups on campus get preferential treatment while the young Republican club is shunned. Their guests are scrutinized. Um, sometimes their grades are lower because the progressive professors don't like what their politics are. That all happens. And it's happened for a while. This isn't anything new. Vietnam War changed the college atmosphere in America into a very liberal place. It's like Hollywood. Hollywood didn't used to be liberal, but now it's 90 percent liberal. So the same thing happened on colleges. And I think that the uh, Israel-Hamas war now has brought that vividly to the attention of the American public. And I'm, I'm sad about it. I, I have to tell you, I, I had a great experience at Marist College in Poughkeepsie, New York. Um, got a degree in history there. I had an excellent experience at Kennedy School at Harvard. Got a master's degree from there in public administration. And both of those schools now are run by radicals. They are literally run by radicals. And I wouldn't send my, my son to Marist. I, I wouldn't send him there. Um, and so, you know, New York State, all the state universities, they're in the same category. Cornell, Columbia, and NYU, even Fordham. I mean, it's really depressing, but that's the way it is. Yeah, look at uh, Cooper Union, too. Uh, you know, Bill, one thing that really upset me today, and it, and it's it's stunning. Here we are. It's 2023, about to be 2024. Uh, there was a new poll out. I'm sure you saw this on the Holocaust. And 18 to 39-year-olds um, 
and of course, that's college age as we're hitting, of course, and, and older. Uh, 20% of them said the Holocaust is a myth. Uh, boy, uh, the world's in trouble if that's the case, that they actually think the question is, is the Holocaust a myth? More than 20% said it's a myth. And that age group, that is, that's one out of five. That is really troubling, Bill. You know, in the past, that kind of propaganda came from the far right, the neo-Nazi crew. And now it's embraced by the far left, the progressive crew. This is an interesting shift here. So I wrote a book, as you guys know, called Killing the SS. And every page is documented 18 different ways about what happened. Eyewitness reports, photographs. I mean, it's beyond any doubt. So then when you hear somebody say, well, uh, the Holocaust was fabricated or overstated, you look at them and you go, well, where's your backup for that? What do you point to to justify that position? And then you get nothing because there is no justification. So when Hamas went in and killed 1,200 Jewish people on uh, October 7th, the president of Marist College came out with a statement a couple of days later. And this is a small working class school in Poughkeepsie, New York, that said he was grappling with the situation. (laughs) That was the word he used, grappling. And I'm sitting there reading, what are you grappling with? Did you not live through 9-11 where 3,000 Americans were killed by al-Qaeda? What is the difference? Because al-Qaeda, as you remember, justified their attack on the United States by saying that we are an oppressive nation that, that is trying to do X, Y, and Z to poor defense of Muslims. Remember that? That was the justification. And Hamas says the same thing, oh, Israel's occupying us and and genocide, all this nonsense. But when you get right down to it, there is no reality to their statements at all, none. Yeah, some of them, I mean, there are people, there are actually college students that I have seen who have been interviewed who are like, Hamas didn't do anything on October 7th. It's on their own GoPros. I mean, Hamas is even putting it out there. I mean, give me, it's like, what more do you need? People believe what they want to believe. and. I don't know, Rita, what do you think? 15, 20% are lunatics? Yes. Of the human race? Would you say that? Yeah, after what I've seen in the last few weeks, yes. (laughs) Yeah, they they all work at MSNBC. I mean, you can, that's where they are if you want to just view them. (laughs) But um, there are people who just, you know them in your own life. Everybody knows the crazy people. And unfortunately, that number is rising now. Yeah, Bill, this is Pete King. The inmates are running the asylum. That's really what it's come down to. You know, in the case of Harvard, though, um, I just finished writing a column that will be on BillOReilly.com message of the day tomorrow. You know, this guy Pete Hegseth, he's a commentator on Fox. Well, he's repudiating his Harvard degree. He's giving it back. And I'm not going to do that. I'm I'm proud of my Harvard degree. I when I went there, I learned a lot, and I met a lot of excellent people. It was left, but nobody oppressed me. You know, I I was just as much of a loud mouth then as I am now. Um, <laughs> you are consistent. But it's, it's changed. It's changed now, and it, the reason it's changed is because these administrators and instructors fear. They fear the progressive movement the cancel culture, the woke movement, they fear it. 
That's what has changed. Bill, Bill, it's Richard Weinberg. What do you think of these 700 Harvard professors who are backing President Gay in uh, keeping her job when, based on her testimony, she should be as removed as a president of the University of Pennsylvania? Well, those are fellow travelers, Judge. <laughs> That's a nice way to say that, travelers. But <laughs> no, but Bill's right. They are fellow travelers. Yes. Or yeah. as Lenin called they, them, they're they, useful idiots. Yes. They're useful idiots. They believe that uh, Hamas is just misunderstood. I mean, and you can't force people into reality, into rationality. You know, I learned that late in life. I really learned that late in life. I used to try to persuade people and take energy and time to point out where they were going wrong historically. That's how originally how I started writing the history books. I said, I don't write honest books now and tell you really what happened. But no matter what you do, there are some people who are not going to see it your way because they don't want to. You know, uh, you know what's amazing, Bill, too, is um, some of these women's groups. I mean, it is shocking to me to see some of them silent or or slowly coming around. It's it's like Marist College, like you said. They're like trying to figure out which way to go. Are you kidding me? When you hear of what happened on October seventh, uh, they're, they're, sh- they're not trying. They're not trying to do anything. They'll put a noose, a figurative noose, around your neck if you're a conservative white man. In the blink of an eye. But if it's their own crew, no. They'll make an excuse. That's why I wrote Killing the, Killing the Witches, because the, the witch hunt today is generated by the progressive left. But how could they, they be silent, Bill, with all these horrible, disgusting atrocities that happened to women now that we're hearing? It, it, it really is. How could they be silent? It's, it's shocking. It's, just, it's appalling. They're not in it for justice, Rita. They're in it for power. That's how they can be silent. Really sad. Bill, what is that? By the way, before we go, you also, um, on the flip side, you talked about some of the most generous Americans and where they live. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love this. Talk about I love this. Talk about it. Forest Hills, according to Charity Navigator, which we use to evaluate charities and be very careful when giving for Hanukkah and Christmas. Be very careful. There are a lot of theft out there. Guy was just popped today. Goodwill, California, charged it still in a million dollars from Goodwill. Okay? So Charity Navigator says the good people in Forest Hill, Queens, are the most generous Americans in the country. And you know what demographic uh, a lot of them are, Bill? Uh, uh, Jewish. Exactly right. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? That's beautiful. I love that when I saw that. Judge. We'll never try, Bill. We'll never try. Never try. You know, I I can't go door to door like Sliwa and say, hey, but I know the city. Uh, Forest Hills is number one. And uh, it was uh, Marin County, California is number two per capita giving to charity. And we urge everyone to do that. WABC, extremely generous radio station, particularly with the Police Athletic League. It helps minority kids. Uh, I was honored to uh, give a donation to them last week. And Well, thank uh, you. We had a uh, uh, Christmas holiday party uh, on Saturday morning, and we entertained about 500 kids, I think, that showed up. It was great. I saw and, some uh, of the video. It was the great, videos, John. Yeah, they were very, very good. And uh, it, it was it – was, when you see these young kids uh, and you look at their faces, you can't believe that – I wish we could help more of them.
You're doing a lot. I mean, and you know what I said to a few people? I said to them, look, I'd rather be helping the kids, our our kids, the American kids from our inner cities than helping the migrants. I mean, enough is enough with this. Bill O'Reilly, too. What a mess with all the migrant stuff, because tomorrow Zelensky's going to the White House. And, of course, the GOP saying, wait, we want a, a clean border bill. We want support for the border. And I would have do the same thing. I believe in the Ukrainian cause. I think Putin's got to be stopped. It's going to cost us 100 times more down the road. But Biden simply and Schumer, too, both of them, they should be ashamed. They do not do one thing to stop these millions and millions of people pouring into this country. It is and the Republicans have no other recourse. Either you toughen up the border or you're not going to get your money. I'd do the same thing if I were a senator. Yeah. Did you hear Eric Adams? Uh, Bill O'Reilly came out the other day and said help is not on the way after he came back from Washington. So, uh, boy, this is a mess. You bet. We'll see you at 9 o'clock tonight. Thanks yeah. for having me in. Thank you, Bill. We Thank love you, Bill. Bill. Thank you. What are you going to talk about at 9? We're going to give the Forest Hill people a big shout out, John. Judge Weinberg smiling. He loves that. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you so much. 